You just got ripped by your strata levies. Uh, old people complain about it. Young people complain about it. Let's talk about it. Let's understand it. Stay tuned. Boom. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes, episode 410. Myself, Michael yes. Burgio, Mark Novak, Strider Levies. Are you getting ripped or are you not getting ripped? Because let's face it, Strider Levies can really deter a purchaser from buying a property. They can even influence someone just getting rid of a property and selling it. So let's talk about it. Are they a waste of money? Do you get anything for your strata? Mr. Novak, good morning. Lisa, how are you? Nice heck. Thank good. you. I did it in a bit of a rush. Good morning. It's a good canvas yeah, it's to nice work. Yeah, it's a nice comb over. Yeah, it's good, really good. nice. Yeah, it's a little, little bit um, nice. You know what? Strata levies are, re are really misunderstood. Uh, the poor cousins. My mother was buying uh, something, what, I think about 10 years ago, 12 years ago. She was absolutely adamant she did not want strata. And the difference between a strata and the difference between, like, to give you an idea, today we're talking about strata levies, but, you know, even if you're buying a townhouse and there's a townhouse that's torrent title or there's a townhouse that's strata title, on a, on a price range of one, one and a half, you can be 10 or 20% difference on price because of the fact of strata and non-strata. But so... My, my mother was saying, look, I, I can't stand these bloody levies. They're, it's ridiculously expensive per month, per per quarter to be spending that. In addition, I've got to pay more for the property as well to be a Torrens property. But um, it's a bit of furfies in there, don't you reckon? Yeah, 100%. I think you said it really well put just off air before, Mark, going of the figure of strata, the strata managers generally only charge 5%. So if it's a thousand dollars, five percent, what's that? Your your fifty dollars. That's what. That's the waste. That's the expense. Like not not in it as a waste as in waste because you obviously get the service, but every other dollar is going towards the property, the building. It's for savings, maintenance, cleaning. Um, you you got your sinking fund, your admin fund. So. It's, I think it goes to a lot of people's personalities and just how we think about it where we don't mind having an un unexpected bill. Well, we do mind, but you have no um, projected payments and then you get a, a bill pop up for like three grand. You're like, oh, okay. Rather than strata is like a forced continual projection. Go, well, if we pay a little bit each quarter, then if something does come up, because something always comes up, Mark, there's always maintenance. You've always got insurance bills, council. So it's just like a little forced savings. Well, it's funny. When you're running your home, you don't do programmed maintenance. You don't do programmed maintenance. So you just like 
oh shit, I need to change the roof, or oh shit, I need to paint. Doesn't that look nice? You don't actually, you do everything very ad hoc. And when it's yeah. your own home, you actually don't collate your bills and your costs at the end of the year either. You sort of go, well, I had to pay that. That's right, I had to pay that as well. That's right, I had to pay that. Yeah. But when it's strata managed, it's programmed maintenance, which is more painful because it's visible on the horizon. Um, and you can see the bill, you know the bill's coming, different to home maintenance of a house. Yes, and you're, you're generally, when you're looking at buying a property, you've got your administration fund, your capital works fund, and your special levy fund, and all that's generally put together, and they say pay $1,000 a quarter. And I tell you what, like I, I've had um, a couple of buyers call me for advice. They're looking at buying a building, and there is no strata continual payment. They've got no balance. They've got nothing. And that almost scares them more than um, a typical strata setup because in that case, there was a building of four lots. Three of them were owned by one owner, and they didn't do anything regular. If something needed maintenance, they paid as they go sort of thing. And that sort of can help you see the difference where you can have the two sections. You can have it pre-programmed, as he said, and go, well, we're expecting $10,000 of cleaning for the building, maintenance. Um, maybe we got to, let's say, if the lift goes wrong, we want to have at least a budget there. So you can have that sort of, and have a little bit of a savings fund. But quite often, if you've got a building with a small amount of lots, all the owners, they may be quite sort of, you don't want to say cashed up, but they've they've got liquidity that they don't need to have a forced savings. If a bill, if something happens and it's five grand to be fixed, they're generally pretty good to be able to like, yep, here's the money between us owners, we can pay it. Where Strata's very handy if cash flow, well, you've almost got to think worst case scenario, don't you, Mark? You can't really ask people, I yeah, am, but I, I tell you what, I tell you where it's stupid. Where it's stupid is people don't realise there's water usage in there. That yes. most of the most of the most of the buildings uh, don't have their own separate water meter for separate apartments, so they amalgamate water usage. Now, if you worked out your water usage in a house over the course of a year, and then you divided that up up into a quarter, it's actually a significant amount. Most build, strata buildings include building insurance. So yeah. again, on a house, if you've got a Torrance title house or a Torrance title townhouse and your building insurance is two grand a year or 1500 a year, well, straight away, there goes another 500 a quarter that's going towards towards what you're paying and you're not and so people have got to realize that you've got programmed maintenance you've got administration costs that which these administration costs of, of insurances these of um uh you know getting a cleaner how good is it to have your gardens done automatically for you without having to ring the gardener or organize the gardener like i actually i, I would throw it down to say it's, it could even be better living strata living than torrens living um, because there's a hell of a lot of convenience and you're often not good at that stuff or you're crap at that stuff and it's done it's programmed and done for you well said and also plenty of comments this morning 18 comments wow yeah. The big thing as well, Mark, is land tax is reduced. So you've got all those benefits of yeah. the, everything's for, um, done for you. But an asset for a million dollars strata, an asset for a million dollars uh, freehold, the land tax could be four times as much, could be five times as much. So you're, and what we typically see, Mark, 
besides the last 12 months, capital growth between units and houses has been very similar. Yes, your entry levels are very different. One can be 600 grand, one's 1.5 million. But once you're in the market, you sort of see that steady growth. There has been a little bit of distortion this year, but it's if you have an investment, like Mark, if you have an investment house, let's say you get two strata units instead of one house and you're over the threshold for land tax, you're paying your land tax and your council fees, maybe four grand a year times two is eight grand. Your land tax bill on a house would be 15 grand a year. So I know a lot of people don't like it because it's almost like you're, you can always be in denial if you haven't pre-programmed or pre-planned expenses and maintenance. I think it's severely misunderstood. I think it's severely misunderstood. People are going to spend a lot more time looking at what those costs going to an Australia to feel comfortable about it because, you know, people literally get that strata bill, just look to the bottom number and just spew. And they go, what, this is ridiculous, da, da, da. But, you know, the makeup of what goes into that in the, in the course of a year, I, I would suggest there's no wastage in there generally with strata schemes because if there is, you just can the strata manager and get another one. But, you know, it's in the strata manager's interest to make sure there's no wastage in there. Yeah. The strata manager is actually the one coordinating, you know, collating the bill payments, the tradie organisation, the, um, the the issues within the building. So I think for that, and I'm not I'm not sticking up for strata agents, but I think as a professional service, you know, they're necessary, and I don't mm. think they're expensive either um, no. for everything they do in the course of a year, especially putting up with the Mrs Mangle in the building. Like they they're well, building Jeff, a lot of shit calls. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff just said that. He goes, yeah, but you always get an asshole, and it's so true. You always get some. But you know what? If you get twelve. If you get twelve people together anywhere, you're going to find an asshole. You know, it's it's yes. at the end of the day, it's it's the byproduct of uh, what the world or whatever it is. But I think I think the strata manager can uh, manages that asshole, and you don't, and that that's that's worth money as well. Uh, but you know, I, you know, they're only charging five percent of the ninety five percent of the costs. You know, I'm estimating you know, as what these guys mm. uh, on average are on on fees. So. You know, you know what? I, I reckon to get into a good strata scheme, you know, often and and where it gets mixed up is high levies. People mm. get mixed up on a high levy strata building as an expensive building or a um, or a building that's got problems. Um, that you may find that they've been extremely lean in in having a decent strata levy for such a long time. Um, that they then want, they then need to fatten the chicken up, so they start putting the levies up on everyone. Or you may find they just love to run off the smell of an oily rag, um, and they hit people up for special, special fees, one-off fees when they arise. So they opt as a strata committee, it's just so people know. Um, there's your strata manager; they are coordinating the committee. The committee is an elected committee by the unit owners of the building. So every year people will say, who's the treasurer, who's the chairperson, who's you know, the eight committee members or whatever there is, they are elected by, by the people of the building. Uh, they're the ones who will turn up to the routine to um, uh, 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 meetings about the building. But then once a year in an annual general meeting, 
that's when everyone from the building is invited to come along and, um, and, and put in their input, do the voting for the board for the next year ahead. Anyway, my point is that the blood's on your hands if you've got a, a strata committee that's running super low levies and you're hitting people for strat for special levies or if you've got a building that's got super high levies and you've got money in the kitty well either way the blood's on your hand like that's that's just that it's fundamentally it is what it is but the money's not being burnt or stolen that's what people don't understand yeah that's the key thing in the message for that today it's not a thousand dollars a quarter down the drain. It's going towards something, and a lot of time you don't yeah. look at what it's going towards or appreciate it. Like how often you get someone walk in and the buildings, um, it's not very clean, and there's scuff marks. Oh, this is a dirty building. Going well, they may have low strata levies and they're not taking care of it. So, it you've got to appreciate what it's done. And I think you hit the nail on the head there. Only 5% is probably going to the actual strata manager. The rest is going to the building in one way, shape or form. Um, I think that's a wrap. So don't be deterred by strata, but look into it. And look into why it has low strata or very high strata. So it may be a great buy because it's got high strata and a lot of people think something's wrong with it, but they're looking to repaint the building. And you go, oh, oh, look, I often, I, often, I often like, I think sometimes I've seen some strata schemes in a bit of trouble with repairs and maintenance and some big bills on the horizon. And I think, uh, you know, there's, I see some good predator perch, predator purchases um, mm. come in at, and buy low and sell high because they come in knowing there's concrete cancer in the building, knowing that no one yeah. wants to buy it because it knocks out three quarters of the market. The predator purchaser comes in, buys it low, um, and then the building gets fixed and off they go. And there's been a lot of terrific purchases, like the beachfront of Collaroy has two amazing buildings, Flight, Flight Deck and Shipmates, and uh, and those two buildings there had a beach work. The beach, the um, the ocean had eroded, almost got to the building at one stage in a storm. A lot of purchases came in then and bought, uh, and now a seawall's being built at the moment. Boy, have they made some money. Boy, yeah. have they made some money. True. All right, Mark. That's a wrap for this morning. Have a great day. The weather is amazing in Sydney the last three days, and uh, thank God. Hopefully, the floods are all displacing now. And uh, have a good weekend. Go get yourself a good bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Love you.